Hey, welcome friends. Welcome to episode number 39 of Audit Bites. Can you believe it? 39. Now today, today we're going to talk about Taylor Swift and well, why she should have been an internal auditor. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift and why she should have been an internal auditor. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Here's Rob again with another crazy topic that he's going to somehow tie back to auditing. And if that's what you're thinking, you're right. Hey, Bonita, Bonita Lee is here. Bonita knows. Sometimes I have these crazy thoughts that I just have to share with people. Bonita, you want to hear why Taylor Swift should have been an auditor? Do you want to hear why Taylor Swift should have been an auditor? Okay. Okay. Listen, listen. In all seriousness, that's right. You heard me. Taylor Swift should have been an auditor. When it comes to making business decisions, I think none can argue that, well, she makes some pretty good ones. She makes some pretty doggone good business decisions. In 2021, the pop star was approached by the now bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange FTX. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to pay her $100 million for a sponsorship deal that would have involved using NFTs, non-fungible tokens, to sell her tickets. Now, I don't know about you guys, but $100 million is quite a lot of money. No one has ever offered me $100 million to do anything. However, if there is someone out there who wants to offer me $100 million to do something, give me a call. Let's talk. <laughs> but they offered her $100 million. But the talks fizzled out just months before FTX collapsed. So for those of you who don't know, FTX was a cryptocurrency exchange that went under and lost many of its investors billions of dollars. They struck deals with a lot of celebrities. Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen, tennis star Naomi Osaka, basketball players Shaquille O'Neal, and Steph Curry, just to name a few. So that makes you wonder, why in the world didn't Taylor Swift fall victim to this scam. <clears throat> Why in the world didn't Taylor Swift fall victim to this scam? Okay, so let me just tell you. Bonita says $100 million. That's right, Bonita. I said $100 million. Yep. I think it is a big celebrity scandal, Benita. I really do think it is a big celebrity scandal. Now, for those of you listening on the podcasting platforms, whether that be Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, Amazon, we do this show live on LinkedIn and on YouTube. So do me a favor. While you're on your favorite podcasting platform, give us a five-star review. And if you're listening on LinkedIn or Google, go over to your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review because who else is talking about auditing and Taylor Swift simultaneously? No one. I understand that. No one is doing that. So go give me a five-star review and refer this to all of your friends. Now, now, now back to the, back to the, story at hand. You're probably wondering why she didn't fall victim to this. 
So now, before I tell you what she actually did, let me tell you that the celebrities who did endorse it are being sued. And you'll have to forgive me one moment because I got to find the exact dollar amount. Oh, wait a minute. They are being sued for $5 billion. So investors are suing to the tune of $5 billion. That is insane. So the question still remains, how did Taylor Swift not fall prey to this? So listen, the lawyers who are working on behalf of the investors and suing the celebrities, during the legal process of discovery, they got a lot of documentation. And in that documentation, they found some interesting things related to Taylor Swift. Apparently in the discovery documents, they saw that she asked FTX one question, one simple question. She asked them one question. And when she asked that one question, well, I guess the answer gave her all that she needed to know because Taylor Swift did not invest in FTX. Now, anybody want to know what that question was? Does anyone want to know what the question was that Taylor Swift asked FTX? Anybody want to know? Drop it into the chat for me if you want to know. Send me some emojis. Do something to let me know that you're listening and you want to know exactly what Taylor Swift asked FTX in order to not get caught up in that scandal. Now, my man Clarence is here. Love it when Clarence is here. He says, sometimes people with a lot of money are greedy. I agree. Sometimes people with a lot, sometimes people with no money are greedy. <laughs> okay. Now, Benita's raising her hand. She wants to know what the question was that FTX, that Taylor Swift asked FTX so that she could avoid getting caught up in this scandal. Okay, so here it is. The question that she asked was, can you tell me that these are not unregistered securities? Can you tell me that these are not unregistered securities. I know, I know, I know. That was somewhat anticlimactic, right? You expected some big blowout. But here's one of the big lessons that we can learn from this. Sometimes asking a simple question can save the day. Sometimes asking a simple question can save the day. Now, let me explain the significance of this question before we go any further, right? Let me explain the significance of this question. There is a such thing as registered securities, which are registered on a stock exchange, NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange, et cetera. And then there are unregistered securities. Now, in theory, unregistered securities pose more risk than registered securities. And if you are playing it safe, you want to go with a registered security. Now, this is not financial advice that I'm giving you because obviously you would still want to do further due diligence before you buy any stock. However, her risk tolerance and her risk risk threshold would not allow her to purchase unregistered securities or to endorse unregistered securities. Now, a simple question, right? It sounds like a simple question. But today, today, what I have 
are five points as to why Taylor Swift should have been an auditor. And those five points are going to be what make us good auditors, especially when it comes to due diligence. Now, now, here's the thing. We see in this example that Taylor Swift, obviously, obviously Taylor Swift did a very good job of doing her due diligence. Now, when it comes to your organizations, one of your best advocates for doing due diligence is your internal auditing department. Now, unfortunately, many organizations don't use us in that capacity. Now, why is that? I think they don't use us in that capacity because they don't know that that is one of the tools in our wheelhouse. Now, with this being International Internal Audit Awareness Month, here's what I'm asking you. Does your organization know that you can provide very good due diligence services? Does your organization know that you can provide very good due diligence services? Now, I would venture to guess that for most of us, the answer is no. For most of us, our organizations don't have a full understanding of what it is that we can actually do for them. That is why, my friends, I have created a course. Marketing your internal audit department. Marketing your internal audit department. We're going to be doing this course on May the 8th at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to be doing this course on May the 8th Central Standard Time. Here's the thing. If you're watching me on LinkedIn or YouTube right now, or if you're listening to me on one of your favorite podcasting platforms, that must mean that the marketing that I do for myself as that audit guy must be working. As a matter of fact, some people called me LinkedIn's favorite auditor, if there is such a thing. So that means you probably need to attend my course. I just dropped a link to the course in the chat. Marketing your internal audit department. That's something we all need to learn how to do is market ourselves better so that our clients and stakeholders and constituents know what it is that we do and how we can help them by doing what it is that we do. So now without further ado, let's get to Taylor Swift. Why she should have been an internal auditor. First of all, she did her due diligence. I mean, she did her due diligence. Now her due diligence may have been just a simple question but still, it was adequate enough to keep her out of harm's way. So let's talk about what that really means in doing her due diligence. So in doing your due diligence, we, well, we must know what is considered customary behavior in specific industries, specific countries, and in spe at specific companies. Let me say that again. Doing your due diligence, and Taylor Swift in doing her due diligence, we must know what is considered customary behavior in specific industries, specific countries, and in, at specific companies. So she did her due diligence like an internal auditor would. She did her due diligence. Now, in order to do due diligence and to do it right, you got to be able to ask the right questions. And not everyone can ask the right questions. As auditors, we really have to know how to ask really, really, really good questions. As a matter of fact, it's one of the most important parts of our job. That's why I wrote a book about it. Ask better questions, get better answers, perform better audits. You can grab your copy or at your favorite bookstore, Amazon, wherever else you shop for 
books. But, but, but the second thing Taylor Swift did that indicates to me she should have been an internal auditor and the things that we as auditors should do is she asked tough questions. She asked tough questions. You see, FTX, they know that there's a stigma or they knew <laughs> that there's a stigma surrounding unregistered securities. And I venture to guess that they didn't bother her after she asked the tough question. Now, remember, our first point was, well, she did her due diligence because we must know what's customary in specific industries, countries, and companies. Now, when it comes to asking tough questions, just because something is customary does not mean that it is correct. Just because something is customary does not mean that it is correct. So while we're doing our due diligence as auditors and we're finding out what's customary at our company, in our country, in a, and in our industry, sometimes we have to ask questions about what is customary. Just because it's customary does not mean that it is correct. And this is why I say Taylor Swift should have been an internal auditor because she asked some really good questions about what was customary. But that's just point two. Here's our third point, our third point for today. The other thing she did was she did not overreact to authority. Can you imagine? They probably went to her and they said, well, Taylor, you should invest with us and you should endorse us because, well, by golly, Tom Brady did it. Giselle Bündchen did it. Naomi Osaka did it. Shaquille O'Neal did it. She didn't overreact to authority. So now you're probably wondering, how in the world does that apply to internal auditors? Well, think about us in our jobs. Oftentimes when we find something that is out of the ordinary, that is out of bounds for what is customary, we present it to the management team. And if someone high enough on the chain tells us to squash it, sometimes those of us who are not courageous will remove items from audit reports or we'll stop questioning and we won't go any further. So one good thing that she did was, well, she didn't overreact to authority. And as auditors, we should never overreact to authority. We should respect authority, but just because you're in a position of power doesn't mean that you are always right. Now, I got James Duff here. James Duff making a comment. James says, Taylor's dad was and maybe still is a Merrill Lynch advisor. I think he had something to do with it. Probably so. I would imagine so. But like I said earlier, in addition to that, James, during the discovery process, attorneys discovered that she asked, hey, tell me these are not registered securities. So she probably did learn that from her dad. She had a trusted advisor in her father. Now, for organizations, your internal audit staff, those are your trusted advisors. Thank you for the comment, James. I did not know that. This is why I like doing this podcast, because as I say all the time, we collectively help each other get more knowledgeable. I had no idea that her dad 
was or is a Merrill Lynch advisor. Had no idea. Thank you very much, James. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. So listen, again, she didn't overreact to authority because authority figures are not always right. Authority figures are not always right. Now, if you're just joining us, this is episode number, oh God, what episode are we on? 39 of Audit Bites. And what we're talking about today is why Taylor Swift should have been an internal auditor. We're talking about why Taylor Swift should have been an internal auditor. And so far, we've talked about, well, she should have been an internal auditor for a few reasons. <clears throat> for a few reasons, the first of which was, well, she did her due diligence when faced with a challenging situation. She also asked very tough questions. And the third thing is she did not overreact to authority. She did not overreact to authority. Now, James has just told us that her dad was at one point a Merrill Lynch advisor. And what I said was she had a good trusted advisor in her corner, which brings me brings me to my fourth point. She had trusted advisors. She had trusted advisors in her corner. So not only did she have trusted advisors, but she trusted those trusted advisors. Now, how many of you know that as internal auditors, we have trusted advisors too? We have to trust standards put out by our professional organization, you know, if they're reasonable and feasible. We have to trust trainers who provide us with information if they're reasonable and feasible. Trainers like me, by the way. If you are at a company and you need training for your audit staff, give me a call. I can come in and we can train your entire audit staff. Reasonable rates. Get everybody trained on the same thing so that it is all consistent. So Taylor Swift trusted her trusted advisors. Now, here's the thing. Trust but verify is a real thing. I mean, she trusted her dad and she went back and asked FTX. Tell me these are unregistered securities. OK, so now that brings me to the fifth and final point of why Taylor Smith, ta Taylor Swift should have been an auditor. The fifth point is she wasn't afraid to go against the grain. She wasn't afraid to go against the grain. Listen, in our job, oftentimes we are doing assessments, analyzing information, reviewing processes and controls. We're oftentimes met with authority figures who sometimes agree with us, sometimes are thankful for us, sometimes are disagreeable, and sometimes are not thankful for us. But at the end of the day, we have to attempt to be those trusted advisors, which means that sometimes we will go against the grain. It means sometimes we will have to ask very tough questions, and sometimes the answers that we get may not be the answers that people expect. But we have to continue to ask those tough questions. So now, today on Audit Bites, we talked about Taylor Swift 
should have been an internal auditor. And I gave you five things that she did that were kind of like what we do that helped her avoid being a part of a $5 billion lawsuit that investors have against the former crypto exchange FTX. And all of this information was discovered during the discovery process. So what I want to say next is thank you all for joining me on this episode of Audit Bites, and we'll see you next time, friends.